Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, ahen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speech. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Grand Rising. And thank you all for joining us on this uh, exciting Wednesday edition of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We'll be right back in just a moment with our guest and our co-host 
and we want you to call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 when you're ready to speak, and we'll come right to you and get your thoughts as we talk about a new book from our guest from Uganda who is showing us how to create a society where we can bring world peace. We'll be right back, so stay with us.
while your business is making you money. And we are back, and we are joined with our co-host, Kareem Hamid, and let's bring him on. Unmuted. Okay. Assalamualaikum, <laughs> Yes. Wa Thank you so much for joining us this morning on the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. And Grand Rising and Assalamualaikum to our our uh, AM360 family. And we are certainly excited today. Our guest is from Uganda. And he is Bishop M.P. Kewa. And he has written a book that he hopes will be a guide to our ability to create a society where we are not living in fear of each other. We have learned how to live in peace. And there is public safety and security. And perhaps we don't have to have a system of imprisoning people because they're harming others. So it's his desire that his book creates such a society and give us guidelines on how we can manifest what everyone really wants, which is peace. And I met Bishop Kewa as part of the Global Peace Organization, HWPL, which stands for Heavenly Culture, World Peace, Restoration of Light. And this is an organization that gathers religious leaders from all faiths for a regular monthly dialogue. And it culminates in a global conference of leaders in religion, government, business, community organizing, and all the people who have a vision of how they would like to see our world evolve. And this Global Peace Conference has been held for the last several years, spearheaded by chairman and founder of the organization, Chairman Manhee Lee from South Korea. We've had members of the organization on this show a number of times on various days of the week. And so we know that there is a vision to change the world as we know it and make it into a place of peace where we can all live in harmony and a sense of comfort that we don't have to fear our neighbors. But we haven't been able to make that happen yet. And this show is, of course, dedicated to that happening by changing the way we raise our children, changing how we organize our relationships with each other, changing our expectations of the future so that we can actually plan the future we desire and see 
humanity transformed. But it's a process. And so the book that we're introducing today and our guest, Bishop Leonard M.P. Kewa from Uganda, uh, it's his hope that his book will inspire and instruct those who have thought that you have to use force in order to get people to behave. And we know that it is, in fact, a spiritual solution. It requires a spiritual transformation. But how do we make that happen when many of us are odds with each other because of a different faith system we may believe in? And how do we how do we transcend the programming that we have all succumbed to in the course of our lives, which tells us we should fear those who don't look like us or who don't sound like us or who are living in a different place on the planet than us? How do we overcome that programming in order to see ourselves as the family of humanity, the family of Earth that we are? So before we bring on our guest, who's coming to us live from Uganda by way of Chicago, he happens to be here for the uh, International Annual Rainbow Push Coalition, and he has certainly been involved in global peace efforts over the years, but we want to take a look at this issue of fear of each other. And how we have been indoctrinated to resent people or distrust people because they have any kind of difference or perceived difference. Where did that first come from? Does it come from our parents because of their experience? Does it come from our own experience growing up in school where if children were overweight or taller than normal or shorter than normal or a different nationality than most people. They were bullied. And so we learned that people can't be trusted. But where where did the thought come from that we must be mean to someone who's different and we can't trust people who are different? So, Graham, I'm going to throw that uh, thought out there because everything has roots somewhere. And before we can fix the problem, we have to go to the root of where it began And just like for those who perhaps do gardening, if you want to plant a particular crop, you've got to first pull up the ones that are inhibiting its growth. So what is it that laid the foundation for our distrust of each other? So, uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, we joined him in the effort of creating global peace. That is our destiny, to create global peace and security on the earth. Praise be to Almighty God. And um, uh, that fear of the unknown or fear of, of someone that we deem as different, uh, what overcomes that 
is to become familiar with them, with someone, you know, uh, uh, you will find things uh, that you are familiar with, familiar with. There's a similarity for all human beings. We all laugh. We all cry. We all have families. We all love our children. We and uh, those that are Conscious, we all want the same thing that is peace and security. You rightly mentioned that we have to start the beginning of how did this transpire that we're so fearful of each other and we uh, uh, we see people as the other, the other. Uh, I like to say there is no the other, the other. Uh, human beings are human beings, and to become familiar with one another requires interaction. The operative word that, that I hope that we can focus on uh, in these efforts is the word familiar. God says that he made you different colors, different nations, and different tribes so that you become familiar with each other. Uh, that word familiar, we see in that. We see the word family. Family. That we are one human family. And that that uh, 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 for those that are, are truly woke and conscious, we desire peace and security for the human family. Uh, we are truly blessed to be exposed to different cultures, different languages, different foods, different music. Uh, it's a, it's a, a wonderful experience as we share with each other our many familiar gifts. Uh, you can learn from one set of, of people a, a value that they have that fits them, and uh, you can utilize that same principle where you, where you live to create peace and harmony. But we have to understand that we are all one human family. We're all one human family. God said it is he who gave the human being laughter and tears. Laughter and tears. Those are Two, two expressions that all human beings have. Uh, uh, so uh, tears come from many sources, sometimes pain, sometimes joy, sometimes appreciation. You appreciate a person or a thing so much it brings tears to your eyes, but also pain. Uh, someone can be hurt physically, emotionally, or in whatever way, and that can uh, bring tears to their eyes. But if we notice, the tears are salty. They are salty. They, they aren't, aren't sweet. They taste salty. And I think that is a sign to us that tears are a healing because we know that salt is an astringent. It draws out. It draws out 
poison. It draws out that which is not good uh, on meat and other things. So these are connections that we must make so that we see ourselves as one human family and be willing, as you, you always say, be willing to share. Be willing to share. So uh, uh, there is much more to say on this issue, but uh, I begin where we need to begin, that Almighty God created one human being. When I say one, I'm not speaking of one physical uh, physical, uh, man or, or human being walking the earth. No, when I say that a God made one human being, that our content and our our essence and our soul is all one and the same, one model, one prototype for this species that, that we call homo sapien and human being. Our familiarities is what? bring us together, and what will create peace once we, we have a, a mind shift. Now, first, a heart shift. A heart, you have to love. Uh, everyone wants to go to a heaven, but a God says, never will you enter the a paradise until you have faith. Faith. And and learn to love one another, practice loving one another. Now, what does God mean by that? That, that's a, that is very broad. You have to love humanity. You have to love humanity. You have to love all human beings and, and uh, provide safety and security for each other. But it begins with us being one human species, one human family. That's where it begins. We have to to, uh, get rid of these uh, artificial labels and barriers uh, that tend to separate us as human beings, male against female, female against male, mother against daughter and all of that, one nation against another a nation, one culture against another culture. Now, we're all one human family, and it is in the sharing of the gifts that Almighty God has given every region that we make great progress on this earth, that we make great progress, and that so we look forward to hearing from uh, my brother, um, Bishop Leonard M.T.K.Y. Praise be to a God. I'll start right there, my sister. But it yeah. begins with family. Absolutely. We, we begin with family. And that's really where everything begins anyway. What What is it saying? Uh, the ruin of a nation begins in the homes of its people. And I can't remember which mm-hmm. African uh, tradition that is from, but I I, I, I don't want to be Ghanaian. I'm not certain. But definitely we begin with family. And when you know what it feels like to create harmonious family relations, then you know what it's like to 
create a family tie with another person who's not a blood relative. But you have to know what it feels like to go through the process of sharing things, of being concerned with each other's welfare, of being kind, being considerate, uh, helping, working together, cooperating. The things that you do in a family the family that's within your household are the things you do with your greater family, the the family of people that are on the block where you live or in the city where you live or in the nation where you live. And now that we're connected in so many ways through our communications technology and our travel technology, we're one global family. Everywhere in the world is reachable within a few hours of flight. And we can connect with each other instantly, face-to-face, through a computer screen. So there really aren't any geographical boundaries separating us anymore like there used to be. There is no more knowing your neighbor or not ever seeing a certain kind of people because they live far away. Yes, the earth has shaped us in different colors, in different sizes, in different shapes based on what we're eating out of the ground and and where the sun hits us and how many hours out of the day we're in the sun and all these things that have shaped our physical bodies that have made different physiological expressions over time. But gone is the time where you've never seen someone who looks different than you because we're traveling all over the world and we're seeing each other through our modern technology, our our TV screens, our computer screens, our cell phone screens. So it doesn't make any sense for us to keep dividing ourselves based on physical differences or even geographical differences. It just no longer makes any sense. So these habits that we have formed, time of distrust, are really based on a false and incorrect belief that there's not enough of the resources of the earth to go along, to go to go around for everybody to have their share. The false belief that we have to fight and compete for what's here, otherwise we won't get our share. And we base everything on that false belief. We base our education system on that where you have to compete with the people over here because if they know more than you, then they're going to be able to take what you have and and you can't trust these people over here because they're going to come and, and, and take what you have. So you have to you have to make sure you have enough weapons to fight. I mean, all this, all this insanity are based on false beliefs that other people are the enemy. And there is no other. Like you said, we're all family. There is no other. So the question is, how do we stop teaching that? How do we stop teaching that idea even in our schools that we're competing? Whereas if everybody excels, then everybody excels. If a scientist discovers some new way to grow crops that will enhance their the 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 amount of food that we can produce and it's good for the earth 
how is that person my enemy? That person is doing something that is benefiting everybody. If Peter comes up with an idea on on how to repair of an injury to the body in a way that is 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 quick and painless. How is that person my enemy? There's somebody that that can help everybody. Just like we know that the one who was Daniel Hale Williams that uh, introduced open heart surgery during a time when black people were being discriminated against and not allowed to uh, attend higher education, what kind of sense does that make? When someone introduces something that is saving lives, why would we want anybody to not have the same opportunity to bring forth whatever's inside of them? So this is this is why this is why we must change our thinking, and change what we're teaching. So if you're listening online and want to join this conversation, give us a call, 515-605-9325, and press 1 when you're ready to speak, and we will certainly uh, be glad to take your calls. We're going to be bringing on, after our break, our dear brother, who we met at the Global Peace Organization's uh, regular monthly dialogue between religious leaders and and members and those who would like to see world peace, Heavenly Culture, World Peace, Restoration of Light, that wonderful organization that is truly trying to awaken people. And we met this great man from Uganda who's taken upon himself to put inside a book some guidelines that can increase public safety by changing what's inside of us so that we can create peace. So we'll be back with Bishop Leonard Mpkwa and his book, God, Mungu, Katonda, I Am Who I Am. And we'll be right back after this quick break. And we invite you to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in a moment. So just the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self Care with Jody Poussin. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Wellbeing with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Viata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution.
Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're three black moms. And in case you didn't notice the resemblance, we're also three sisters. We're going to be coming to you every week, sharing our successes and our mistakes as we navigate our lives as moms, wives, sisters, daughters, and of course, black women in today's world. We'll talk about it all. Race, politics, religion, economics, culture, and we'll take a look at everything from whether or not to use corporal punishment to how do you teach your children about sex. Look for our upcoming book, Growing Up Charles. It's a personal story about our lives growing up in Maple Park on Chicago's South Side. I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're Three Black Moms. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Three Black Moms. And if you're watching this, that means you're one of the 4.6 billion people from around the world who are using an electronic device to talk to people. In these times, people are using the Internet to talk to everybody. Friends, neighbors, family members, coworkers. People are on their cell phones and computers all day long. Now, if you're in business, that is great news. That means you can sell your products and services all day long and never have to leave your home. All you need is a media connection, somebody to connect you to an audience. And that's why I'm talking to you today. We produce programs, and our audience members are people who shop. They buy clothes, food, beauty supplies, cleaning supplies, home repairs transportation services, child care services, whatever you're selling, they need to buy. We're your media connection. Just follow this link, and tomorrow you can sit back and relax at home while your business is making you money. And we are back. You're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naima Latif, along with our co-host, Kareem Hamid. And let's see if our guest is on our switchboard. And, of course, we invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 when you're ready to speak. Area code 872, is this our guest, uh, Bishop Leonard Kewa? No. This is Lois in Chicago. Oh, okay, Lois. Well, hold hold on. <laughs> All righty, we'll be we'll we'll get back to you. Just press one, and then you're ready to speak. And we are again unmuted. Uh, taking a look at what it takes to create world peace. And our guest today, Bishop Leonard M. P. K. has introduced a book that he hopes will change the thinking of society. One of the things that we often debate about is the faith that we follow. And because we 
tend to believe that God only speaks to our particular people, you know, our particular belief system, the people who look like us or the people who live where we live. We keep believing that God has favorites among people. We can't agree, even though our faith traditions are teaching us that love is the solution to everything, love of all, unconditional love, acceptance of people, even those who are different, even though the wise among us, the spiritually evolved among us, many who have been the ones who inspired the major world religions, with the example that they set, even though we've been receiving these teachings, many of us in the faith communities are the most likely to take up arms against someone else who's different, believing that we're following what God wants. Most of the wars that we have fought, the people have been induced to follow the idea of killing someone based on the, this is what God wants. God wants us to kill these people because they're evil. God wants us to have their land because we deserve it and they don't. God will help us in the slaying of these people. God will help us in the subduing of these people. Most of the atrocities that have been committed by human beings against each other have been done in the name of God. And when we do this, we're believing we're correct. If you look at the wars that have been fought, even by Americans from the very beginning, when people who came here as an escape from imprisonment, the Europeans, when they were given many that were given a deal to get out of jail, the jails that were overcrowded, go to a new place that had been found by some other Europeans, and they found people who were living here peacefully, for the most part. And, I mean, they had their their warfares, but. It was not an overall war-like condition everywhere. There was more of an understanding that this earth belongs to all of us. Now there were there, they did there were some fights, but the idea that the Creator is backing us when we get ready to wipe out a whole group of people—that philosophy was not here. So the people who were escaping imprisonment, you know, some because they were really serious criminals and some who just had large debts, but they came with the, that it was somehow spiritually correct for them to take what didn't belong to them. And then we have even written into the, the annals of America's philosophy, this idea of manifest destiny. It was destined that we annihilate the indigenous people. I remember being taught that in school. Brother Graham, do you remember being taught that that in school, that idea that, you know, this was, I mean, the whole thing, the pilgrims and then, you know, our destiny, we're going to civilize America. Do you remember being taught that 
as a child? Um, well, the the whole idea of being taught Europeans discovered America, that they discovered this region of the earth. Yes. When we know that uh, <laughs> there were people already here, they had civilizations, they had large cities, they had an organized structure, an organized way of living. Uh, you know, we are reaping the consequences of not learning from the of people that were here before the coming of the Europeans. They had a very profound respect for Mother Earth, a very a very uh, profound respect and honor for the environment, for the environment, and that everything created has a message for man's mind. Uh, had 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 uh, had this nation adopted those principles that were shared by the indigenous people concerning the earth, the preservation, the maintaining of it, and how it is a divine order to uh, to take care of the earth. Now we are experiencing global warming. Global warming by the use of fossil fuels that are depleting the ozone layer that are uh, uh, so now we have what is occurring in large swaths of this country and other countries of a very uh, 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 hot and warm climate it's affecting the ecosystem of the ocean we are used or losing our coral reefs. Uh, uh, so uh, the inhabitants of this country could have learned from the indigenous people that were here how to preserve the earth, how to respect it. You know, you mentioned someone wanting to uh, take the resources of another region, uh, and the idea, the idea, yes, the idea that the resources are, uh, are, uh, are scarce, that they are scarce. Almighty God challenges us from the Quran, highly praised be he. Almighty God tells us that he has provided enough provisions for all of us. And he challenges us, try and use up all of the resources that I have provided for you on this earth. You can't. You will fail. So there's enough for everyone. The idea is, is, is being willing to share and not desire power and use that power to oppress other human beings. So we could have learned much from the indigenous people that we found in this portion of the earth. They had a love and a respect for the environment. We are experiencing the consequences of ignoring that 
And finally now, uh, the world has woke up to, we've only got one planet. We must take care of it, monitor it, attain it, and be willing to share with one another. Wars, a lot of wars are fought over resources. Water, there have been been, uh, wars fought over water, over grassland, grazing land. There have been wars fought. Um, uh, A mineral wealth, uh, wars fought, uh, the continent of Africa being being raped by other nations because of its vast resources. But there's enough resources there for everyone. And, and uh, I believe the African uh, uh, continent and the inhabitants of that continent, I believe they are willing to share with the world the resources that they have. But it's not necessary to come make war on us, oppress us, reduce them down to uh, being less than, and use slave labor to extract cobalt and other resources out of the earth in Africa. I don't believe it's in our nature that we not share. These are general statements, but... uh, I'm still African. I'm still African. And that is, is within all of us. We used to share with each, with each other. It was no more than a cup of sugar, some salt, whatever. But being willing to share and, and being able to feel, being able to feel what other people feel, that sensitive nature being able to feel what others are experiencing, all of these wars and the innocent innocent loss of life. Do we share in the misery of the casualties of war? Does it how does it make us feel? So being connected with our human emotions, our human sentiment, our human feelings for another person is essential in establishing peace and security on the earth and knowing what and who we are. We use the word God, but I, you know, I find a better word is creator, the mm. creator. Uh, that uh, that uh, erases these false barriers between religious expression, national expression, you name it. We, we come from one creator. Um, we, should, we must say to the world, my God and your God are one and the same God, the same creator. I think if we change the language and accentuate the positive, that will go a long way in helping in this effort and connect us back with our human emotions, our human sensitivities. A child that's hungry in uh, in Biafra feels the same hunger pain as a child in 
the Smoky Mountains of, of uh, Tennessee and being willing to do something to ease that pain that human beings suffer. So we're all one family. We come from one creator, and religion was not designed to separate us. It was designed that we join in the effort to alleviate pain and suffering and create peace on this earth. That is the destiny that the creator has deemed for us. So if we can get rid of these uh, artificial barriers, sometimes labels uh, uh, will harm the effort because of the mindset that we have been given for a particular faith or a particular people. We have to eradicate that and get rid of these false barriers. We are one human family. And we and when Almighty God says you will not achieve paradise until you have faith and you will not have faith until you begin practicing loving one another. You have to love humanity in order to do this work. I'll start by that, my sister. Absolutely. Well, I agree. You have to love humanity, and that means love for humanity has to be planted in your heart. I think what we plant in the hearts of children is a disdain for others and a fear of mm-hmm. others. Uh, like like you mentioned, the whole <laughs> the the distortion of history. When you teach that you came and discovered a place, that's not acknowledging the people that were already there, already doing wonderful things that they could teach you and you could learn from. The idea was that, oh, well, they they weren't doing anything of value and they, they weren't people of value. And so whatever we brought was superior to what they had. So it's it's, it's God's will that we wipe them out. And I don't know how people perceive the stories that are recorded in the Bible. You know, anytime you tell a story and tell it again and someone else tells it again and someone else tells it again, there's always some distortions because everybody adds their little uh, twist to it. But even if many of the things that happened actually happened somewhat in the way they're recounted, that still is not a guideline on what should happen but merely what did happen. So if you have armies that came and defeated other people or subdued other people, that does not mean this is how we should treat people. It may be how we did treat people. And even... You know... Oh, excuse me. Yeah, go right ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, even even the times or you know, okay, we've got the, the, the... David and the Philistines and defeating Goliath and all of that, and that's usually a story that people tell to inspire people to stand up against what seems to be a formidable enemy. And perhaps that may have been a case where you had two conflicting people 
but that doesn't mean that's how it should have been. That doesn't mean that's how we have to solve our differences. Someone has to die so that someone may live. That's not necessarily what should happen, even though it may have been what did happen. So we have to look at even all of the scriptures that give a historical account of human behavior. Everything that we did is to teach us what we should or should not do based on the outcome. So if the outcome was that someone suffered, well, then maybe that's not what we should have done. That's what we should learn from recounting history. Not that it was okay that it was done or that, you know, God uh, decreed that one people should wipe out another. Is that really how the earth is built? No, it really isn't. The earth is built based on principles of cooperation. So if we have historical documentation of how people have been slaughtered in war, well, let's take a look at why did that happen and what can we do so that this is not a way we need to solve our differences anymore. So you were you were saying, Tareen? Yes. I, I uh, you know, being familiar with Scripture, I do not see in Scripture the command to be an aggressor, to be an aggressor just for aggression's sake. We read the story of David. Goliath was a huge oppressor on the earth. Goliath was one that oppressed human beings, and the righteous stood up to Goliath to ensure what we're speaking of, the safety and security of we the people. But I see no command in Scripture that that uh, urges the human being to be an uh, an aggressor. To be an aggressor, uh, we have to stand up against oppression and wrongdoing. But that is a defense to create the environment that we are bringing about peace, harmony, and security. So that are those aggressive ideas, uh, yeah, yeah, go and uh, uh, subdue the heathen. That came from religious offices. Subdue the heathen. Go throughout the earth, and they identified heathen as any who did not believe in their form of religion. Yeah. In in their form of religion and say to them, be Christian or die. That yeah. was an aggressive, those are aggressive uh, actions that were called into play. Uh, there is a connection throughout Revelation that is all one continuous stream. There's this, it's all one continuous stream revelation from Almighty God. And that we should not set almighty God says to us in the Quran, the highly praised be he, that there are some people that will pick through the scriptures and take that which somewhat favors them and ignore the rest of what has been revealed. Uh, Jesus never called himself a Presbyterian. 
He never called himself a, a, a Methodist. The Prophet Muhammad never referred to himself as a Shiite or a Sunni. Uh, the uh, Moses never spoke of uh, different. Well, he did uh, organize tribes. Yes, tribes. Those were communities that offered their benefit for the overall community. For the overall community, it was not designed to separate and cause jealousy and wars and aggression. That is not Almighty God's command, but we are to stand up against the wrongdoers on the earth so that we can secure peace and harmony for ourselves and our families. We're not to lay down, but never be the aggressor. Fight in, fight in defense of what is right, of what is just, what brings up about freedom, justice, and equality. That is what we have to understand, that the religions of the earth, we have to join hands and create the environment of peace and security and accentuate the positive. No doubt about that. We've got a job on our hands to do that. My Jewish family, they are my family. They are my family. The Christian faith, they are my family. We are one and the same. Those of the Islamic faith, they are my family. We are all one family. And we are, and it is our job. To create peace and harmony, safety and security on the earth, not despise and hate one another when we have the same task in front of us. Very important. So if we can get rid of some of these artificial labels, I find the two best labels to use is creator with three. Creator creation, and believer. The believer is identified as any who believe in the creator and believe in the last day that we will be held accountable in things small and great as to how we conducted ourselves, all of us. So we support each other, and uh, we should never use language advisors especially the uh, religious family, the spiritual family. We should stop using language that divide. I'll start right there, my sister. Yes. Well, we certainly are uh, grateful uh, for your input on that. And when we come back, we're going to talk to our guest, Bishop Leonard Ntkwa from Uganda, and explore many of these concepts, as you've said, that have kept us in a state of division and fear of each other. Many of the people who claiming religion are saying that, well, we have to keep our weapons and our guns because those other people are uncivilized or heathens or aggressive. So 
what do we do about that? And do those others always need to be subdued through force? Or is there another way? We'll talk about that when we come back. And if you're listening online and want to join this conversation, give us a call, 515-605-9325. And press 1 when you're ready to speak, and we will gladly open your mic and get your thoughts. We'll be right back after this quick break, so we invite you to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in just a moment, so stay with us. Like we lost the sound connection, so let us make sure that we continue on. And you're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naima Latif, and as always, we appreciate you. And we are looking forward to. Your comments as we talk to our guest today, Bishop Leonard MPKY, with a book that brings us some solutions. And we'll be right back. Just one moment, so stay with us. Are you constantly arguing with your spouse? Are your children misbehaving and acting out? Is someone in your family abusing drugs? Have you been the victim of domestic violence? Are you grieving over the loss of a loved one? Let us help you restore serenity to your life. At Serenity Family Social Services, we understand that good mental health is a result of emotional well-being. Our goal is to assist you and your family in removing emotional distress and restoring harmony and balance to your lives. We offer individual, couples, and family counseling. I'm Howard Williams, CEO of Serenity Family Social Services. Call us today at 312-315-4820. That's 312-315-4820. And if you have had difficulties, you may want to consider getting counseling. So many people are afraid to reach out to a counselor, but there is no shame in getting help. Call Serenity. Unmuted. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries 
to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. back you're listening to and watching the female solution global radio tv show i'm naima latif along with our co-host kareem hamid and we have in our studio joining us a brilliant young man from uganda but fortunately joining us here in chicago as he attends the annual Rainbow Push Coalition and its annual convention held here in Chicago. Uh, This is the last day of the convention. But I had the great fortune to meet this man at a gathering of the HWPL Heavenly Culture, World Peace, Restoration of Light Organization. (laughs) And uh, I apologize to those who are following us visually. We temporarily lost our visual connection, but I'm glad you stayed with me. We now have our guest here. Uh, Yeah, I did have two people that... (laughs) Lost the visual connection there, but we're back uh, on Facebook. And if you'd like to join us or YouTube, just simply go to the Female Solution on Facebook or type it in on YouTube and see my smiling face. (laughs) But I want to introduce to you someone who has taken the time to write a book that perhaps can give us some guidelines on how we may change the way we treat each other so that we no longer have to use the aggression of war to solve our problems. So let us welcome to our show, live from Uganda, by way of Chicago, (laughs) our dear brother. Bishop Leonard M. T. Kawa, author of the book God Mungu Katonda, who I am. Thank you for joining us today on the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. Amen. <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. I like that. <laughs> yes. Good morning, Bishop. How are you? Yeah. I'm very, very fine. How have you been? Wonderful, wonderful. This is our co-host, Kareem Hamid, and you're actually on two radio stations. You're on the Female Solution Global Radio TV show, along with our viewing audience uh, on 
Facebook and YouTube, and you're on American Muslim 360, the largest global Muslim radio station in the world, and certainly one that is a platform with people who want to do as you have guided us in your book, and that is Bring About World Peace. So thank you so much for joining us and introducing us to your book. Yes. So let so me ask you, you the first question. Yes. Well, yes. First, let me ask you, what, what inspired you to write the book? What What was your vision of what you wanted to share in this book? Now, uh, first of all, I thank you so much for allowing me to come on this platform. And the, I'm so grateful for everyone out there who has called in or connected in to be part of this program this morning. Uh, I'm an author. One of the things God gave me as you know, God gives people different gifts. I am an author. I have written more than 12 books already. Uh, but so much happening around us. You talk about mass shootings. You talk about some degree of uh, activity which is going on in cities and neighborhoods and possibly in homes, part of it which is caused by frustration. That word frustration must be uh, considered where people end up acting up and the, some really become violent given the circumstances around them uh, I felt late because at the same time I'm a bishop, I'm a pastor. I, I, I felt late to do something about it. Many of you who are in my hearing, you are aware that many times when elections come in, they are trying to get people elected into offices to help make places better for them because Everyone knows that without peace, without peace, you can talk about development, you can talk about going to school, you can talk about all other stuff, but if there is no peace, if there is no peace, those things may not be easy to attain. So with that in my heart, I sought God and I heard from him that Something had to be done to bring a change, not just outside. You know, we can give people guns and to police others. We can bring a lot of problem, programs, mental programs, which are all good. But really, really, the core of the problem is in the human heart. And the, the human heart, has to be addressed 
You know, there's a very interesting scripture in, in Psalms 107, verse 20 in the Bible, where it said, it sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. God sent his word. So seeing the pain and the suffering, God put it in my spirit to, to write that book. You, I had you introduce it, uh, the the title of the book, God, God, that is God in English, the all-powerful. Then I, I, the second word on that book is Mungu. Mungu is the Swahili word for God in Africa, in East Africa. In fact, in fact Swahili is the most spoken uh, African language in Africa. Swahili is spoken in Tanzania, is spoken in Kenya, is spoken in Uganda, is spoken in Burundi, is spoken in Rwanda, is spoken in Congo. A lot of Somali people speak Swahili. Uh, there's a lot of Swahili around there. So the word Mungu on that book, Mungu, M-U-N-G-U, it means all-powerful one, all-powerful in Swahili. Then I also put there another word, which is Katonda. Katonda is the Luganda word. In Uganda, the word Katonda means literally creator. The, the root word in that word, it says creator. When you say Katonda, what they are hearing is you are saying the creator. And then I had a phrase there which says, I am who I am. Now, I am who I am. Most people have heard that phrase because Moses, Moses, who is spoken about by all of us in different faiths, when God was sending him to Egypt, he asked God that when I go there, what am I going to say? What's your name? These people are going to say, who has sent you? He says, God tell them that I am who I am has sent me. Now, that phrase is very, very powerful, precious people of God. Because you can take in that language and see what God spoke to Abraham. You know Abraham in Genesis chapter 15, verse 1 and 2. God comes and says to Abraham that, Abraham, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I don't want you to act out of frustration. I don't want to, you to just pick the gun and just go in the mall and kill people. I, I don't want you to just go, go back home and start quarreling with your wife or your mother or your children. Or, I, I don't want you to act up on the street. He said, uh, uh, do, do not fear. I'm, I am your shield and exceedingly great reward. Now, now, uh, my sister, there are a number of things which people do. Uh, we may sometimes be quick to just write them off, but there are a number of things which people do when they feel like they are at the end of any opportunity, where they feel like they are left out of opportunities, they are left out of love, they are left out of justice. They are left out of uh, 
uh, so many things. They, they, uh, people can reach a certain point. It's like a breaking point. And they can become very, very ruthless. So that book, that book, I mean, you have heard that God speaks to Abraham. Abraham, we tell him, fear not. I am there for you. So with my experience and time of taking preaching the gospel, I've preached the gospel around the world. We have preached the gospel, spoken about God in very turbulent places and turbulent times. I, I noticed that when people get to know God, when people get to understand that the Creator cares for them, that the Creator God Almighty does answer prayers, that God who created heaven and the earth can be their daddy, their father, they change their behavior. In fact, to put it the best way, God changes their behavior. They cease to see themselves locked out of opportunities like everybody else. They hope, hope, like, you know, you have just talked about push, Reverend Jesse Jackson telling his people, everybody, keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. Why is it important? Because if you take away hope from people anywhere, what you will see is bad, is, uh, is virus. What you see is uh, lack of trust. And this affects everywhere, everywhere. That's why the revelation of God, that's the word which I use when I'm trying to explain this. Because to me, this is a campaign. Bishop Leonard Kaiwa, right now, I'm engaged in a campaign to enhance public safety. In other words, to, to put something in people's hands and, and lives, which can reduce violence, which can reduce crime, and help bring peaceful coexistence among all of us. Because the revelation of God to a human being, precious people of God, changes their behavior. For example, when I, I met the Salif, when I met this precious lady, here I am, I'm from East Africa, Uganda, I'm holding a book, she looks at it and looks at it, and she responds to me friendly. She responds to me with love and kind. Of course, I know why she's able to do that, because she knows God, because she loves God. When she looks at me, she sees me in the image of God. There's no need to fight me. There's no need to become hungry with me. There is no need to be mad at me. There is enough on the table for everybody from God Almighty. So that's one of the reasons I'm in this major campaign, because we need peace. We need to bring hope. We need to keep hope alive in people's lives anywhere. I agree. I agree, my brother, and I thank you so much for that message. And one of the things we were talking about, uh, Brother Kareem Hamid, my co-host, and I, is that 
you have so many people around the world who say they believe in God, but they have the idea that God only favors their particular people, you know, in the place where they live or their particular people and the way they look or their particular people and whatever their religious tradition is. And so they will justify in their own minds mistreating someone who they perceive as different. And they're believing that God is this way. They believe that God has favorites among people. You know, well, these, these are God's people and these are not God's people. So we're God's people, so therefore we have a right to take what you have because God wants us to have what you have because God likes us better. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is how we've been taught to think as if, as if God is a dysfunctional parent with an ego that pits children against each other. I mean, this is how we've been taught to believe. So everything you're saying makes absolute sense in terms of if people really know God, then they see God's reflection in everyone else. And so they can love from the heart because if I'm looking at my brother or my sister, I'm looking at myself. They're a reflection of me because we're all a reflection of God. When they know that in their heart, you're right. That eliminates all mistrust, misbehavior, misdeeds. But when they don't know that in their heart, but they believe that they're right because they believe that God favors them and has given them permission to either suppress other people or take what other people have, how do you change that mindset? And, well, I guess it really is how do you change the heart because that's what's missing the understanding and people who are of great stature and influence in the world have committed some of the greatest atrocities in the name of God and have led other people to follow them in that action, believing that they were right. How do we undo the misunderstanding, the misteaching that has been so pervasive in the human family in the name of God? Okay, that's a very, very interesting question because uh, that's a bit of what I address as well in that book. Uh, My book has two topics. The first one is God, Mungu, who is he? The second one is God, Mungu, where is he? This book This book is 227 pages, and I'm going to say something very interesting here. Uh, When I went to school, I started my journey in Uganda. I was born in Uganda, East Africa, in the city called Kampala. That's where I went to school. Even I went to Makelele University here. There is a very known university in Africa. That's where I went. Now, after Makele University, I obtained a scholarship, a full scholarship to go to China. I went mm. to, to Ohio University. In fact, I speak Chinese also. I'm speaking a bit of Chinese. I've just spoken some. Look, I went to China. Nihao, nihao, nihao. I've just said I went to China, but I will speak English so that the people may understand this. 
I went to China and I studied irrigation and water conservation engineering in China. Now, now, look, when I was in China, I found something very interesting. Uh, my fellow students, fellow students at the university, many of them, they had been told that God was not there. You know, we are looking at a number of different extremes now. They were told that God was not there. So I remember when I could be praying or talking to God, I could say, what? Did you say you were praying to God? I said, yes. They said, but God is not there. We don't, we don't, we are told that. We don't really even think about it. We believe that God, we think God is a crunch, something people uh, use to exploit others and cause a lot of problems. That's what they told me. Mm. Mm. Now, 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 yeah, they said we had to have a serious revolution here to get rid of this kind of people so that we may develop. Now, now, these are brilliant students. We are busy. We are studying. You can see they are trying their best to have a future. But that aspect, it is as if it was taken away from them. That was like uh, 1981, 82, 83, 84, 85, 86. I was in China. Now, now, you run into something else. What exactly you have said? Some believing that God is just only for them. In fact, in my book, I allow the people to realize that every people everywhere, they have a special phrase for God Almighty. They have a name for God. When you go to people, whether they are in Japan, whether they are in Uganda, whether they are in South Africa, Korea, China, even China has the word for God in China is Shangdi. Shangdi. When you say Shangdi, they say, oh, that means the most high, the most high, the most high. That's exactly what it means. You find that in every culture, anywhere, there is a, a special word designated to this God. And the people, people, reasonable people, Anywhere, they have a respect and some degree of understanding that it seems there is someone or a, a, a being there who gives them the rain, who provides the sunshine, which the sun, who gives us the hair we breathe, and who seemingly does hear and understand and can respond to prayer. Now, now, the Bible says, he who loveth not, you will find that in First John chapter 4, verse number 8. The Bible says, he who loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. Mm-hmm. In fact, in my book, I make it very clear that God does speak to you. God does speak to you. Well, somebody said, but uh, 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 I'm not in a, in a religion. I'm not this. God is not Muslim. God is not a Christian. God is not a Hindu. God is not <laughs> a Buddhist. God is not a Catholic. God is not a, 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 a Baptist. God is God. 
capital G, capital O, capital D. God is Mungu. He does speak to you. There are moments when God spoke to you, he said, something spoke to me. Something spoke to me, and uh, I had that kind of uh, uh, inside knowing that I should not do that, or I should not go there. Something was talking to me, and when I listened, I survived. Because this God Almighty, talking at the time I'm talking right now, this God Almighty, we, we, in my belief as a Christian, we see him sending his only begotten son to die for us. All of us, all of us, all of us, this God Almighty is really there for everybody. He's there for people in Pakistan. He's there for people in Ukraine. He's there for people in Russia. Because, first of all, even we, me and you, to be here on the earth, it was his idea. We were all made in the image of God. And those are part of what I'm collecting through that book. Because when people feel left out when it comes even to God, when somebody tells them that, do you know, I am the only person whom God really is for, not you. I can do whatever I want to you, and I'll be fine. It makes people more frustrated and make them more, uh, uh, put them on the edge. And then they, what we are seeing is mass shootings. What we are seeing is uh, people killing people in the neighborhoods. What we are seeing is angry people. Uh, and, and surely with devils get on them. We, what we are seeing is trouble. And these are some of the things which I am collecting in that book. I'm trying to tell somebody that my brother, my sister, this God Almighty, he wants to hear from you. He wants to help you. And he still is still all-powerful amidst your challenges. Nothing about him has changed. He can take you from nothing. Nothing. Like what I was listening when they were talking about that gentleman, Reverend Jeff Jackson, when they were talking to him, I was trying to hear why should a man in America go to embassy to be put in jail to try to free Nelson Mandela in South Africa? Mm. Because, because God Almighty, God Almighty has touched his heart. He has mm. now a bigger picture. He knows that the same God who loves him loves Nelson Mandela. The same God who loves him loves my sister here on the, on, 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 the, on, the, on the radio station. So, so in my book, in my book, it is very, very likely that anybody who reads my book, and people have been reading it, anybody who reads my book goes in there and finds out that this God was the reason why he was or she was able to be born, was able to survive, was able to live, was able to get a number of helps and the kind gestures from different people because God was reaching out to him and to her. And therefore, because of that, because of that, somebody can go ahead, somebody can go ahead, 
because of that, yeah. somebody can go ahead in this life, not mm. frustrated, not hungry. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'm from from Africa, and I'm here. And I, I've, been, I've been looking. I've been looking. I drive. I have a vehicle. I'm married. I take care of a number of things. But I will tell you, without the revelation of God to my life, that would have been impossible. Oh, when I, I'm I here. Yes. yes. Bishop K. Yes. Okay, well, we, we, have to take a, we have to take a commercial break. But when we okay. come back, I want to throw a thought out there, um, particularly one that transformed a lot of the thinking of humanity during his time on earth, but one that I believe has been widely misunderstood, even misrepresented, so that his mission was misused by those who had not had a change of heart, and that is the one we know as Jesus. And Muslims understand Jesus just like many other faith traditions, but this is a man whose life of peace has been largely used to create war. And so we want to talk about that a bit. When we come back, we've got another 30 minutes to go. We'll, We'll take a quick commercial break. But hold on, and of course, if you're on our switchboard now, people, please press 1, give yourself time to uh, ask a question of our guest. And if you're listening online and want to join this conversation, give us a call, 515-605-9325. I see we do have a caller on the line and wants to speak. So we'll be right back after this quick break. So we want you all to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be right back talking to Bishop Leonard MPKY. And introducing his new book, God, Mungu, Katanga, I Am Who I Am. I'll be right back after this quick break, so stay with us. Oh, man, God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it. Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out and we're sitting up here all day in the dark. Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456 and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456. Hey, it's time to take charge of your health. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach, and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, I'm here on The Female Solution to empower you to make choices that will assist your evolution to abundant health. I'm also blogging every Sunday evening at 
8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at Soul Perfect Healing, where I bring you a spiritual chiropractic adjustment to bring you back into alignment with our Creator's love, compassion, and wisdom. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. and Sunday evening at 8 p.m. for a time of unity, enlightenment, and love vibrations. Shalom. with Dr. Debbie Green on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear great topics and stories on grief and turn it into victory. Join Dr. Debbie Green to listen to stories of triumph and learn how to overcome. You are not alone in your life and there is hope in the darkest hour. This is your time to learn strategies and solutions to improve your life. It's your time. So join Dr. Debbie Green with Soulful Solutions and call in on Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 515-605-9325 with comments and questions. Look to hear from you real soon. We are back. You're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naima Keith, and thanks to all those watching us on Facebook and YouTube who hung in there during our technical difficulties. We've lost our screen connection for a moment, but we're back, and of course, we appreciate all of you, and if you have comments, uh, feel free to write them in. We'll share them with our listening and viewing audience, and... Uh, yes, okay, the audio and the video are back. Okay, good, good, thanks. <laughs> thanks. And Jody Susan, our, our Tuesday morning host of uh, Self Care, says ego, it just means edging God out. <laughs> so that is when we have an ego, when we can't be kind, that is what we're doing, edging God out. It edges God out, our ego. Well, we're back, and I want to throw this out there. We've got a caller, 773-977. But Bishop, uh, Bishop K.Y., you may recall yes. the new president of Rainbow Push, and, of course, he is the Reverend Dr. Uh, Frederick Douglas Haynes, and he he described the crucifixion of Jesus in a way that we don't often hear, because Jesus was, of course, very, very, hold on, hold on. Uh, Are you there? Yes, yes. Wait a minute, wait a minute, I've got a technical difficulty here, I'm going to All right, okay, hold on. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, now. Okay, we're back. Unmuted. <laughs> okay. Yes, I I had to. I've been switching back and forth between devices this morning. Yes, very very interesting time. But yes, yeah, so so uh, Doctor Reverend Doctor Frederick Douglas Haynes, the new president of Rainbow Push, described the crucifixion of Jesus as a lynching by the government that frightened that was frightened of his revolutionary teachings of love and revolutionary teachings that everybody has access to God, not just the elite, not just certain people, basically teaching what you just said in your book, God is is accessible to everybody. And that was revolutionary for the time because you had these controlling religious leaders that wanted to keep people in a state of fear and subjugation to them. So Jesus was very revolutionary in teaching love and teaching that, God is for everybody equally, and everybody has access to God. And he became a threat to the power structure. And so they tortured him publicly, and just in the way they would torture people who they considered subversive and killed him for that reason. He survived. And what happened in the resurrection was a lesson that you don't have to fear those in authority because they don't have power over life and death. The creator has power over life and death. And when we become a master of that power of love, we also have the power over life and death. So we never need to fear because there is no death. We are eternal beings. That was a great lesson he was demonstrating. And those who who feared him, of course, did not allow his teaching to be spread abroad. And so now what we have is largely a fear-based teaching that God still only likes certain people and God can only forgive you or love you if you suffer and God sent his son to suffer and the focus is on the suffering as opposed to the teachings of love and peace and that's what I that's what I see has happened with our Christian teachings that have evolved over time from a lot of people who've been very warlike in their behavior, and they have not adopted Jesus' teachings of peace, as you described, loving our brother and sister, knowing that God transforms your heart and enables you to love. Those were his teachings. But that's not what we get in the modern-day religion, and there's been a lot of killings done in the name of, of God as if God sanctions killing people. And even the people who overcame this nation came with the thought, well, we we follow Jesus, and if you're not following Jesus, we have a right to kill you because God said so. So how do we we undo that thought? 
killing in the name well, of Jesus as if he stood for for death and destruction. How how will your book help us to do that? And then we're going to well, take some calls. we got three people on the line going to call. So what are your thoughts on that? You want me to start answering it? Uh, well, you know what? Uh, let me let me take some callers because they may also have some uh, some questions. Okay. So we're gonna give them a chance to to uh, weigh in, and then we'll give you a chance to answer everybody's everybody's questions. Uh, area code seven seven three nine seven seven. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your question or comment for Bishop Leonard MPKY. Go right ahead. Well, good morning. Praise God. Thank God for all of us today and, and special honor to Bishop and, of course, you, my dear Naima. We all have free church. We had free church today, and a lot of times <laughs> I've been to several churches here in Chicago, and uh, the pastor starts talking or the preacher's preaching, and, amen, amen, and the preacher just preached on. And the preacher says, oh, yeah, the rat ran up the tree. And they say, amen, amen. But behind what we heard this morning, thank you, Jesus. And I don't know how much the book costs. We'll find out later on, I'm sure. But behind yeah. what you gave us this morning, thank you, Jesus. I just want to say, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. And that's all I have from Chicago for Lois. Thank you, and God bless you. And congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you, Lois, from Chicago. <laughs> God bless you, and thank you for blessing us with a song. <laughs> yes, we certainly do appreciate you. Got a few uh, comments from our Facebook family here. Let's see. Uh, bring up a few comments. And, uh, yes, our Tuesday host, Jody, says, peace. Please, and she says HWPL, the great global organization for peace, a great uh, organization for global peace. Yes, and and our HWPL friends were at the uh, convention yesterday also, and had an opportunity to meet uh, the the new president of Rainbow Push, and 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 Jody also says Jesus never wanted fear. The real message was that we are all healers and. We can just be man-made up the fear thing. That is the issue. That is the issue. Jesus was all about peace and love, and somehow that teaching got transformed into fear. So that's that's the question. How do we overcome that? Let me let me grab a couple other callers and, and get and thank you so much, Lois, for the song. We love you. And seven seven three seven three seven. You're live on the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. Give us your name where you're calling from. Well, holy greetings. Uh, Mama D here calling from Chicago. Um, yes, ma'am. You know, they, uh, uh, everybody is accessible to the Messiah. It is written, uh, 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 so God created man in his own image, and in the image of God he created he him. Listen, male and female. Did you get that? Male and female. Absolutely. Them and God blessed them. So that meant the woman got blessed, okay? And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply. You need male and females to be, not to be an antichrist, and replenish the earth and, and subdue it. These females were given the same orders as males. 
but then skip over this mm-hmm. part, go in talking about a real, talking about a different kind of creation altogether. But what we need to leave, uh, keep in mind is the misinterpretation of the word because when you're not in spirit and not in truth, you can't get the correct interpretation. And so when we say woman ought to keep silent in the church, oh, that's not a period there. Mm. there. Read the rest of the sentence. It says, what, are you the author of the word? And the answer is no. Man, you are not the author of the word. Then it goes on to say, are you the only one that it has touched? In other words, are you the only one that has benefited from it? No. Again, you are not the only one that has been uh, uh, benefited from the word. So it is the misinterpretation of that that's still circling mm. around. Husbands, obey your wife. Who would not obey a man? Husband, love your wife like Christ loved the church and gave himself up. Not gave himself up a football game for her, but gave himself up, his <laughs> own self up for her. Who wouldn't be submissive to a man like that? But he ain't giving himself up for her. He won't give up a football game for her. He won't give up a, a TV program for her. So, that's Barabbas was a murderer and a thief, just like the crowd that wanted Barabbas because he was like him. Crucify that mm. goody two shoes, Jesus. We don't want that goody two shoes, Jesus, around teaching mm. love and harmony and peace. Give us that murderer, Barabbas, because he's just like us. What do you think about that? Ooh, yes, Mama D. You shed some light today. We got another call we're going to try to get to and then give uh, Bishop a chance to, to respond to the call. Thank you so much, Mama D. She did address that, that anti-women thing that got injected into the teachings, and that also was not what Jesus was about. So well, let me don't go out next caller, 312-597. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your comments and question for Bishop Leonard MPK. Go right ahead. Good morning. This is the Cuckoo James. You know, and I was raised, uh, I was raised in church. And uh, I think about eight or, eight or nine years old, the preacher said, do you know Jesus had woolly hair? And I, that was that was it for me. I knew right then and there that religion was uh, a control because you had a, you got a European man there, and Jesus was had woolly hair from the tribe of Judah. Okay, now I, I recognize that this is how I, this is how I connect with the whole world. I don't connect with religion. I connect with the original comedic kingdom of the pyramid, something that we can see, who brought the sun god, something that we can see. We can see it every day. This is something that you can touch, you can see, you can feel. And Jesus was named Akhenaten, married to Nefertiti. That's what that song, if you go to Jones Girls, Knights Over Egypt, Akhenaten met Nefertiti, they were pharaohs, and they brought the sun god. 
So this is well, how that, I that, get that is true. Is you know, how, we, we definitely there was how, an ancient uh, ancient teaching of peace before the time of Jesus. You're right, uh, brother. Cooper, we've got another well, call. I want to try to squeeze in to give uh, give the bishop a chance to, to give him a chance to address everybody's comments. See if I can squeeze in seven seven three four five zero. You got about thirty seconds for your question or comment. I want to give bishop a chance to make his comment. Also, any responses to our co from our co-hosts as well. Uh, the few minutes we have left, uh, go right ahead with your comments. Thank you, Kuvi. We appreciate that. Yes, good morning, uh, hallelujah, greetings, and awesome like to the brothers and sisters. I was just going to say, you know, faith is an interesting thing. They had said, Frederick Douglass said he prayed 20 years and nothing happened. And then when he prayed with his feet, then things changed. Talk is really cheap. People do a lot of talking. When are you going to go out and do something? It's like, mm. Turn the TV well, thank off. you so Go much outside. for that. See how you can connect to the universe and what you can do on the universal level. Cut television off. They're always trying to direct you on what you should do. Why do you think we got so much violence out here? They make violence yes. entertainment, and then we're the result of what it is. Mm, what I agree. I thank mean, you so much, Obadiah. We, we need peace, harmony, and we us and our. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate that, Brother Obadiah. Yes, well, a few minutes left, uh, uh, and I thank you all, all, all of you who have contributed to this conversation. But what seems to be the thought, uh, and we want to make sure we give people a chance to connect with you to know how to reach, how to get your book, and we know you're going to be book launch uh, event soon. But in a couple of minutes, can you address some of the concerns, basically, what you're saying in terms of uh, people connecting to God is correct. That is transformative. But the image of Jesus, like Kufi said, has been distorted and used as a weapon against us. Like Mama D said, they, they've taken his, basically, uh, his teachings and, 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 and the whole teachings of the Bible and made it very anti-women, which is hostile to, you know, the whole gender. And the the, the fact that We've been using religion to justify mistreatment of each other. How how will your book help us to get beyond how the Bible and Jesus' teachings use, and even his life has been distorted in its meaning, so that people can get the actual message that if you have God inside of you, you will be transformed and your behavior will change and we will not have these problems. How how will your book Help us get to that level of understanding. Okay, okay. Uh, what a wonderful <clears throat> contributors whom you have had to say something. Uh, you know, that's why this book has been written. That's why this book was written. Remember, the title of the book is God, Mungu, Katonda, I Am, who I am. Well, there is another side of people which showed up when Jesus Christ was here physically on earth. All of you, you notice that Jesus started telling everyone who came around him that God loves you that God created you, God wants to heal you, God wants you delivered from demonic powers, and God wants you to have life and have it more abundantly. 
Now, there is another group who didn't want that message because they felt like God was only for them. Uh, they should be the one in control. They should do, I mean, uh, uh, they are the only one who can reach some levels. They are not for anybody else. And the, in that light, you saw a lot of friction and the upraise from those groups trying to sh- silence Jesus Christ because he was trying to bring hope to everyone. And the method which they were using to control these people was to feed the negativity in them, to tell them what they cannot do, to try to uh, inform them what they are not, which was the opposite of what Jesus was doing. Absolutely. Well, Bishop, we only got about two minutes before we, we go off the air, and I want to make sure everybody knows how to get in touch with you. How how can they reach you? Give us your yes. you know website, your uh, yes, my, your my website. Wherever they can reach you to find out about the upcoming uh, launch of your book. How do they reach you? Yes, my website is www.ministeringtogod.com. Now say that again, www.ministeringtogod.com ministering to god dot com ministering to god what no 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 what is it minister yes yes ministering to god dot com some reason this thing will not m i m i n i s t e r i n g to god dot com that's the website. Okay. For some reason, my system is not allowing me to write it in, and I'm trying very much so I can put it on the screen. Yes, right. com. My book is there in digital form. It's there in the paper bag and the hardcover. Hardcover is only $28. Uh, paper bag is $26, and the digital is 20 Remember, everybody, knowledge is priceless. We put in a tag so that we'll be able to print more and reach more people. Yes. Well, we thank you so very now, much. Now, and, now uh, wait a bit. Wait a bit. Wait a bit. My book is also yes. uh, it's also on Amazon.com. Amazon.com. When you go to and Amazon, the title, you're, yes. And the, the title, title of the book, is, again, is God. Yeah, say the title. Mugu. Katonda. I am who I am. All right. Well, thank you so much. And we only got about five seconds, so I want to make sure we heard that. Thank you so much, uh, 872. Sorry we didn't get get to you. But we appreciate all of you. And, of course, I appreciate our co-host, Kareem Hameen, our American Muslim 360 family. And thank you all so much. For those who watch this on YouTube and Facebook, and uh, Bishop Leonard NPKY, author of yep. God, Mungo, Katonda, I Am Who I Am. Uh, we appreciate you, and of course, you'll be at the at the Rainbow Push Convention last day. And for anybody who's going to be there, uh, if you got some copies of your book, you may want to purchase it there as well. So thank you so much. We appreciate all of you. We read our 
to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujum, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.